33 lessons I've learned in 33 years. Originally, I wrote this on my 33rd birthday, hence the 33 lessons in 33 years, naturally. But I never got around to recording uh, a podcast for it. So it's been a pretty popular article. It was an incredibly popular Twitter thread. I thought, why not turn it to something you can listen to as well? So uh, going back to last year in January, I ran an ultra marathon. It wasn't just any marathon. It's an ultra, meaning it's more than a marathon. This one was 50 kilometers or 31 miles in freedom units. And it wasn't flat. It was in the mountains of North Carolina. In fact, it was in a place that was so high in elevation, I'm not sure I'd ever been that high in my entire life. And... I didn't actually complete it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You find a lot of your um, a lot of your failures end up being your most profound moments in your life. So, I failed to complete my first ultra marathon by running twenty five miles in the mountains of North Carolina. And, and people ask, why didn't you just run one more mile? Well, you get to an aid station and they can take you somewhere, or you can keep going to the next one. So um, I, I guess I could have ran and then backtracked, but I was done. My legs were shot. And when I woke up the next morning and could barely make it the five feet from, more like 10 feet, I guess, from my bed to the bathroom, I, I gave it all that I had, and I'm glad that I stopped. And don't worry, I'll go back out there one day and run it again. Anyway, you put yourself out there and you challenge yourself to running something like this. It brings out the best in you. And it's it's not just about running. It's, um, it's about self-discovery. And I, I learned a lot about myself and it, it kind of it bummed me out at first when I failed. But it's also motivated me in a lot of ways, and um, I was also I was also coming off some sickness. Um, let's see, I ran this January twenty first or something like that, and apparently I may have had COVID January first through the tenth and lost about eleven pounds. So I didn't exactly go into this race at my peak physical condition, but. It was the farthest I had ever run, 25 miles. And that alone, it's really not exactly a failure. So that's one thing I've found with my new life, with creating a path to manliness, with all these challenges that I not only ask other men to do, but I do myself, is that when you start really pushing yourself, you find out you're capable of way more than you anticipated. So back to the 33 lessons that I've learned in 33 years. Number one, and you hear me say this often, men are searching for direction. Young men feel lost and rudderless in modern life. They're stuck pursuing a safe life they are supposed to live rather than the life they truly want. And for some people, that's okay. But I'm here to tell you that you're going to find a lot more meaning in your life 
if you push yourself that extra mile and you go out there and you find the life that you actually want. Number two, the man who constantly fears society's judgment is forever a slave. The man who is comfortable expressing his own crazy self is a free man. It's, um, this is one I get a lot of pushback on because there's certain things you can say and there's certain things you can't say depending on the kind of life that you live. You might not be able to say things because you lose your job or you might lose friends, but ultimately you got to decide what it is you can do. And, you know, I'm not saying that you should be spouting off some political nonsense at work because honestly, it's a waste of time anyway. That's not what that means. That may be how you interpret it, but really... My point is, you need to be true to the man in the mirror. You need to be able to be honest with yourself. And if you can do that, you'll look back on your life and be proud of who you were. Number three, your close circle of friends has an enormous impact on you. If your friends are a bunch of drunks, guess what's going to happen? They're going to hit you up every weekend and they're going to ask you to go to the bar. If they're fitness junkies, guess what's going to happen? They're going to hit you up every weekend and during the week and ask you to go to the gym. Uh, right as I'm recording this, I had a couple of friends that were bugging me about doing a, uh, a mud run with them. Not a Spartan race, but uh, a race like that. It's actually in Meridian, Mississippi. And um, it's called Phoenix OCR, I believe. But same idea. Three plus miles... 20 some obstacles, a lot of fun, a little far drive for me, but, uh, I gave in to peer pressure, but I gave in the right kind. So I got a couple weeks to prepare for that. Less, less than that actually it means no beer for the next week and a half. It means eating a little healthier it means I'm not going to be skipping my runs. It's not just the day that you go run that thing. It, the days leading up to it inspire you to become the better version. Number four, one of the most common struggles for men today is the lack of meaningful connections. Your old friends are off living their own lives in different cities. Your work friends only talk about the politically correct topics. You know, how's the weather? Hey, did you see that sports game last night? And I don't even know what shows people watch anymore. I'm so out of the loop. You deserve better. And this is something that I struggled with for years, and it's something that I have put my own, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into. Um, fortunately, not so many tears. But I, I've created, one, this path to me in this community. And that's been helpful to me, and it's helped me reach out to other creators. But I want other people to have the same thing. And that's why I created the Spartan Tribe. It's a Telegram group channel. We do... Uh, a different challenge every month. It's a community. We all reach out to each other. We connect with each other. We share our struggles, our wins, everything. And it's only going to get bigger and it's only going to get better. Go check it out, pathtomillionist.com. Search for the Spartan Tribe. I can put the link below too. Number five. How often you're pulled away from your mission because... You spend too much time watching porn. 
You spend too much time playing video games. You spend too much time watching just one more episode. Break free from this life of mindless consumption. It may not sound easy or even fun, but it's better. And it actually is more fun than you might think. A lot more fun. It leads to a more fulfilling life. You know, imagine imagine you're single, or if you're not, whatever. But imagine you're going to meet some girl. And she asks, so what do you do? Everyone asks this question. It's not just girls, I guess. But how do you answer it? Most people, they just default to saying, oh, I'm an accountant, or I'm a whatever. They, 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 for some reason, they go to their profession. It's strange that that's become the default definition of who we are. It's not what we do. It's part of what we do. I don't answer with, you know, my profession. Sometimes I might. Sometimes I tell people I'm a writer. Sometimes I tell people uh, I'm a black belt in karate. Sometimes I tell people I run Spartan races. There's a lot more interesting things that you can say to that when your life is worth talking about. But when you spend most of your time playing video games, watching whatever TV shows on and watching porn, like what else can you say about your job? Is that how you define yourself? Because that's what you're telling other people. That's how you define yourself to them. I think there's better than that. I think we can be more. Number six. Instead of thinking someone's better than you, start thinking that they are just at a different stage in their life than you. You don't know their problems. You don't know their insecurities. You don't know what they went through. I used to think this way. I used to look at people and think they were better than me. This guy makes more money. This guy's in better shape. This guy is that. I wish I had that guy's car. It's a really draining way to live a life. And... Especially when you're a young guy, it's something that I think a lot of guys get stuck on. And the funny thing is, some of those really rich dudes would look at you and think the same thing. They look at you and they say, man, I wish I had that kid's energy. I wish I had how much time he had. I wish I could go back and do it again. If you really wish you had it, You need to go out there and get it. Because if you want to be in good shape like that guy, all it takes is some persistent workouts and a decent diet. You want that car, work your ass off. Provide value to people. It's actually not as hard as you think to get a car. I mean, even reasonably priced sports cars nowadays are pretty pretty amazing. They're faster than supercars were 20 years ago. And after you've had the car for about a year or so, that new car smell's gone, and the whole appeal of it, it it tends to disappear. So, these things are effervescent, it's fleeting. There's more meaningful things to pursue, is what I'm saying. Number seven, your parents lied to you. Your teachers lied to you. The world is full of people who want to protect your feelings. To say, don't judge a book by its cover. It's terrible advice. Especially in sales, which 
even if you're not in sales, you're in sales. At some point, you are going to have to sell yourself in some way. Everyone does this. Judging a book by its cover, literally the first thing people see. People are judged by the cover. And if you don't believe me, think about the way you look at people. How often do you go to the grocery store and you see someone like, wow, look at that fat ass. Look at all that junk food they got in the grocery cart. Or, you know, look at this homeless person. People think, hey, he's just lazy, right? I don't know. Maybe he went through a divorce. Maybe he had all of his wealth taken from him. And he lost his kids and he just couldn't handle it. Maybe something dramatic happened. You know, you don't know their story. But despite that, you need to act like people are going to judge you based on the cover because they're going to. That means you should dress nicer than other people. I don't know why everyone wants to dress like a slob nowadays, especially with the work from home thing going on. You wear a nice pair of jeans or, God forbid, khakis and a nice shirt that actually fits. Maybe a jacket and some brown leather boots. Just watch the way people treat you. Go to the airport, put on a suit. People will treat you like you are in first class, whether you are or you aren't. You want people to think that you're athletic and that you work hard, get in shape. People treat people in that are in shape differently than people that are out of shape. It's an ultimate life hack. It's incredible. Number eight. It's the media's job to turn a profit, not share the truth. Don't get it twisted. Quit wasting your time watching the news and believing everything you read on Facebook. Most of it's propaganda or sponsored content or outright wrong. And even if it is right, how much of it has really made an impact on your life? Think back over the last year or two of all the news and all the articles you've read. Are you a better person for it? Has it made your life happier? It's a waste of time. Don't worry about it. Number nine. The best lesson I learned in 12 years of school was to question everything. Most of what is taught is irrelevant or wrong. You have to educate yourself if you want to rise above being average. The school system, if it's the path to becoming a millionaire, wouldn't you think there'd be a few more millionaires out there? Especially with the millennial generation. These guys all went to college. They all did what they were told. And a lot of them just got a bunch of debt and some goofy jobs. It's not the secret. You need to question everything. You need to question what you're being taught. You need to think for yourself. Number 10. You don't want to be the person who spend their 30s undoing all the bad habits from your 20s. Don't sleep till noon. Don't drink to go to sleep. Don't game all weekend. Learn how to cook healthy meals. Find an active hobby. Learn new skills. It's all easier said than done, but you get the gist. Most people throughout their 20s, they spend all this time partying, living it up. They think they got all the time in the world. You're setting yourself up for failure. You got to fix all these habits by the time you start getting older, and it gets harder to do. Little tiny things that you can do, little investments here and there, saving money, getting your credit in the right spot. All these things are huge, huge game changers in your life. This fast tracks you to a better life. And most people think they got all the time in the world. 
This is how you set yourself apart. Number 11, do any of these things for 30 days and I promise your life will improve. Journal at night. Number one on that list for a reason. This is one of the biggest things that's changed my life. It's helped me understand all the things that I do that's working, all the things that I'm doing that's not working. It gives me a great way to look back through my life and see what works, what doesn't work, to see how I'm improving. It, it, it lends perspective. And sometimes these improvements are so small, you don't notice it until you start journaling it and looking back at it. Meditation. Doesn't have to be long. I mean, five minutes here and there. It's it's a nice way to kind of refocus and just disconnect from your phone. And you reach some interesting thoughts when you start trying to find quietness. Wake up earlier. I don't care what anyone says. This, this is huge. This, this gives you a head start on everybody else on your day. It lets you prepare... If you, even if you have to go to work, this gives you a chance to work out in the morning, gives you a chance to read a book. It's it's better to wake up on your own terms than at the very last minute when you have to rush out the door. Daily push-ups. Gyms are closed, who cares? You can do push-ups. Can't find time to get to the gym, who cares? You can do push-ups. You don't feel like going to work out because you're too tired or whatever. You can probably do some push-ups. Little tiny changes throughout your day make huge changes in the long run. Quit boozing. This is kind of a hot-button issue because some people can handle it and some people can't, but there there aren't really any benefits to this unless you're drinking a couple glasses of wine a week. Alcohol is holding back more men from greatness than probably anything else. It costs you your energy. It can cost you relationships. I've seen it cost some people their job. If you can handle it in moderation, that's great. But most people, they take this to excess. And it hurts them on their diet. It hurts them from missing workouts. It hurts their relationship with their girlfriend, their friends, and maybe even their kids. Quit gaming. Another hot button issue. I challenge every one of you that games. Go ahead and take a 90-day break. If the thought of that scares you, you might have an addiction. And yeah, gaming can be an addiction. Take a 90-day break and uh, keep track of what your life was like during those days. And then when you get done... You have to decide whether gaming has a place in your life or not. I leave that up to you. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just telling you to take a look at the other side. And practice gratitude. For the most part, most of you probably have more things going right in your life than you even realize. Sometimes you just have to remind yourself that. Number 12. Your son isn't going to listen to you half as much as he's going to watch what you do. Be mindful as you shape habits that will last for generations. You got to set the example and he's going to follow it. You can tell him to do things all you want, but he's going to imitate what you do a lot more than what you say. I don't think anything else needs to be said there.
Number 13. Most guys are so desperate for any girl to like them. They'll stay in a toxic relationship because they can't fathom how any girl would ever want to be with them. And this mindset, it's palpable to other women. They know. They sense it. This gets talked about a lot. Be the prize or don't pedestalize women. Um, a couple things to unpack on this one. One, nobody deserves to stay in a toxic relationship. It'd probably be better off being alone for many people. And there's always another girl out there. The problem is you don't believe in yourself. So you got to get yourself in order. Stop with the gaming. Stop drinking too much. You know what your problems are. You know how to fix them. You become a better person. You start looking at yourself differently. And suddenly other girls start looking at you differently. Then you start developing more of an abundance mindset where you know there's a better option out there for you. And you start looking for it. Number 14, stop watching porn. It is a waste of time and it is fucking up your mind. It gives you a false sense of accomplishment and make yourself a better man. Go out in the real world and find a real woman. This is the greatest problem facing young men. It's stunning how commonplace this has become in our life. I remember as a kid, it was such a shameful thing you'd have to go into some cd video store and like rent a movie or get a playboy magazine delivered to you in a in a black bag so the postal carrier didn't even see it now it's flaunted everywhere i mean you go on instagram and half these stories and these tiktoks are just they're just girls half naked dancing and they're all funnels to some sort of a porn or only fans it's disgusting what's become of our culture there's just there's something soul-sucking about it and it really does change the way you think and um reach out to me for coaching if you um are interested in quitting this habit because it'll change your life number 15 the greatest power that 99 percent of men lack is the ability to walk away from a girl Number 16, the big lie. Women love men unconditionally. People want you to believe that. But what would happen if you lost your job? What if you gained 40 pounds? What if you got erectile dysfunction? What if you no longer provided that spark? The big lie is that unconditional love often comes with many conditions. If you start letting yourself go, don't say, I didn't warn you. Number 17. There's women out there who will love you for being so motivated and not a deadbeat. But they'll be mad you aren't spending enough time with them. If you leave your mission for her, she'll leave you for not being motivated. Say la vie. It may be an uncomfortable truth, and most women won't admit to it, but look around you, look at your friends, look at the successful ones that do this, and then let 
let a woman come into their life and take over and suddenly they don't have a life anymore and all they care about is her, she'll lose respect for him. It happens time and time again. Number 18, marriage doesn't have to make you weaker, but it will try very hard to soften you up. Your kids, they're going to want fast food. Your wife, she might want ice cream. Your family will probably want to watch TV all day. It's up to you to be the man and the lead and to know when you need discipline, resolve, and a better way to live. You must set the tone. Number 19. Too many young men waste their youth on chasing women, watching porn, playing video games, drinking soda, or Starbucks milkshakes. I'm not calling it coffee. Alcohol, regret, fear, and indecision. Number 20. The law of diminishing returns. With alcohol, the first drink is often good. The rest is downhill. With video games, a short break is fun. Hours a day is a wasted life. With food, the first bite's savory, but eventually it just becomes compulsive and addictive. Learn to control your impulses or become a slave to dopamine. Number 21. Most guys think it's manly to pound beers all weekend, but then they can't run more than a couple miles or knock out 25 push-ups. The promotion of binge drinking as masculine is a marketing ploy to trick young men into forking over their hard-earned cash to giant corporations. Number 22. If you drink an average of a beer a day, that adds up to about 73,000 calories a year. 20, 20 pounds in beer every year. And many of you guys drink more than 14 beers on weekends alone, right? This is why you can't lose weight. Number 23. Six months can change your life if you don't give up. This is true with fitness. It's true with your diet. It's true with writing. It's true with meditation. It's true with chasing a side income. Most people quit too soon. There's no competition. Number 24. Never say you suck at something. Say you have room to improve. If you are persistent, you will. The key to success is persistence. Weaker people will give up as you pass them by. Then one day, they'll call you lucky. That's just how they protect their ego. And you can tell them, sure, I got lucky. That's fine. They'll accept that better than the truth. Number 25. A man who stops learning, gaining strength, and growing spiritually is a man who is already dead. Number 26. Get yourself a morning routine. Don't have one? The very least, start with one of these habits. Start reading 10 pages every morning. Go for a walk. Do 25 push-ups. Write 500 words. Meditate. Practice gratitude. Hit the gym. Watch the sunrise. Or just smile first thing in the morning. I know it sounds goofy, but try it. Number 27. If you feel weight, if you feel weak, lift weights. If you feel dumb, read nonfiction books. If you feel socially awkward, try talking to more people. The solution to your problems aren't as complicated as you make them out to be. Number 28. You're frustrated with your life because biologically we are meant to be active, but society is sedentary and soft.
We sit in cars. We eat soy processed food. We sit in front of computers for eight hours a day. Some do it for another eight when they go home. We sit in the car again. We sit on the couch, watch shitty TV, play games. Get off your ass and watch your mood improve. Number 29. If you're unsatisfied with your life, start planning a day in advance. Set a plan for tomorrow and stick with it. Very few are this disciplined. Number 30. Life is governed by economics. Few people read today. That means there's value in reading. Few people are healthy. That means there's value in keeping fit. Most people play video games. Not much value in gaming. Much of life is simply doing the opposite of what the masses are doing. Number 31. When you're lying on your deathbed, you're going to wish you pushed yourself more, tried new things, created more. Think about this every day. Number 32. Most people spend their entire lives waiting for permission to do what they really want to do. This is how people get stuck living lives they're miserable in. Number 33. Don't be afraid of rejection, whether it's from women or the sales of your product or trying a new hobby. Be afraid of spending your whole life wondering what might have been if you had been confident enough to put yourself out there. If this inspired you, do me a favor and uh, give this podcast a like. And uh, make sure you follow it. And normally, I have a guest on. And feel free to check out the other ones to listen to uh, some of the other people that I've talked to. I tend to focus on anything that has to do with men's... um, self-improvement, health, fitness, anything that makes you a better man. My name is Ryan Fellman, and this is The Path to Manliness.